Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. It is October 6, 2021. This is your Fightful post show for AEW Dynamite. And oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about on this two-year anniversary of Dynamite. We have uh, Forrest Gump himself, the, the marathon man, Alex Pawlowski, after he uh, ran for years and years and years last night. Yeah. And then just decided, I think I'll go home now <laughs> at about 4 a.m. Eastern. He did almost five hours of live streams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this show will not be that long. No, it will not. But Alex, uh, <laughs> apparently Tuesday nights, post NXT, you and Kate, it's just a post show party. And I've given you all the green light to go as long as you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The post, the post show on this here YouTube channel after NXT 2.0. Uh, is just a party. Uh, you people have decided it's a party, so we're going to throw a party. It's fine. Uh, in honor of it being a marathon and not a sprint, I decided to run an actual marathon last night, and I don't think I could do it quite that way again. So we'll have to figure out how to, because <laughs> I don't want to go to bed at two thirty oh, my time and Central Time. Let's let's not do that anymore. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, basically, I turned myself into a jukebox for funny voices last night and people liked paying me to do that so i don't know maybe we'll continue that uh on tuesdays uh get your super chats in for example nerd guru alex this one's one that you're gonna have to take over apparently this uh, is uh, this is in tony d'angelo's voice of course hey adam page with the cowboy stuff congrats on the title shot oh hey gabagoo uh i had to look up gabagool the other day to make sure it wasn't racist in some form um We've got Robert DeFelice. If anybody's the Tony D'Angelo of Fightful, it is Robert DeFelice. As a man that legitimately grew up around nothing but pasta dishes and a lot of gabagoo, I can say, Alex, you did a wonderful job for everybody on Tuesday night. Uh, Chris Rain says, Alex, appreciation, super chat. Get your super chats in, guys. Uh, that's uh, a really direct way to support us. You'll get your question or statement right on the air. We'll talk about it a little bit. Please leave a thumbs up if you're at youtube.com slash Fightful. Also, uh, subscribe. We dropped an interview yesterday 
with MSK. I got one this week with Thunder Rosa. And for some reason, MJF finds it necessary to interrupt all of my interviews with AEW talent. And of course, that happened. That will be dropping this weekend. But uh, we'll be dropping some notes from it on FightfulSelect.com. We do that for all of our interviews. But we dropped an awful lot of news today on FightfulSelect.com. If you guys aren't familiar, we drop exclusive news there every single day. Every single day you're getting news at Fightful Select that you won't get anywhere else. And you get seven shows weekly, including two from Alex, two for, or two or three from me, all kinds of cool stuff. We dropped the news about the TBS title being announced imminently. We dropped. We broke basically all the news except for AJ Lee about uh, WOW Women of Wrestling. And we already have news up about AJ Lee on FightfulSelect.com. So uh, please do us a solid subscribe over there. It uh, is the most direct way of supporting us. Uh, we've got Cliff Beard saying Alex, Alex's new introduction should be the two-hour Iron Man, the man with a thousand and four voices, the icon of Fightful, Alex sour graps oh boy guys so uh get those super chats in we have somebody collecting them on the back end our our moderator luis jay vitt says are we closer to getting a trios title in aew or women's tag they already have five established teams and they can make an easily more fit well uh robert i think after tonight we're closer to a trios than we are an aew women's tag yeah i thought this would be the trios because he said it's been a long time coming and i think they were more ready to announce that, even though any announcement in the women's division will get a pop. Um, great move for them, but I think I'm ready for a trios title. So let's go ahead and talk about this. Top, We'll, we'll kick off the show with it. Women's TBS title. Uh, they, I love that they had Aubrey Edwards unveil it. Absolutely. Good, they called good her choice. the senior official. I love that as well. Uh, and she shot him like a weird look, like she almost didn't know that she was the senior official. Uh, TBS championship, Alex, to me, this has Jade Cargill's belt written all mm -hmm. over it. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, as I mentioned on not the list in your boy today with Grapsity host, William Washington, it doesn't make a lot of storyline sense to keep Jade Cargill away from Britt Baker. They do not want to beat Jade Cargill right now. Mm -hmm. So I think that title will be the Jade Cargill belt. And you know what? I don't really have a problem with it. Do I think that women's tags or trios belts are, are, are more needed yes but i think this is jade's belt yeah i mean it probably is i i i think i think she's she's got she's got so much star power and i i i see a lot of people who are like she's not ready she's really green and she is but like you they're doing a good job of hiding it in a lot of ways i don't know how well you can hide it if she's doing a lot of championship con uh, um uh defenses i'm watching where, parker bordreau and braun breaker on tuesdays and enjoying it so. no 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 like, what, I, that's fine you can enjoy it i'm the the jury for me is out on parker bordreau aka bald harland but oh I, i'm like braun banter, breaker, my friend i'm but, here for the banter i don't work tuesday nights <laughs> listen the thing about it is that they can they can hide uh a lot of her stuff in these squash matches but I personally don't want to watch Jade Cargill squash legitimate competition in championship defenses. So if they put the belt on her, I, I, need her, I need her to be able to hold her own in an actual six to eight minute match against people that I also like, who are presumably going to be her challengers. 
she'll be fine. You put her with Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb and established names, and she'll be able to make it through those eight-minute matches. She won that belt for me as soon as she said that bitch show. I said, belt's hers. So uh, we've got... <laughs> A super chat uh, about this TBS super or this TBS championship. Ryan Lambert says, how upset would the AEW fan base get if Brandy won the TBS championship? It's like Cody win the TNT championship. No, it is nothing like Cody winning the TNT championship. <laughs> Cody was one of the most over wrestlers in the company at the time. But if, if Brandy wins either one of those titles, I'm going to give you guys a look into my future. This is me. If Brandy <laughs> wins that belt, <laughs> right here, me live look. <laughs> I'll be voting for uh, Vince McMahon for Booker of the Odd. Ah, damn it, I found the wrong overlay. Where are we at? There we go. Oh, ain't happening. Ain't happening. No way. A uh, new punk rant says, I love the TBS women's belt. Jade will be the champ. I think the women's division is picking up steam and I'm excited to see where it goes. Well, tonight was a fair indication of it picking up steam. We got promos from a lot of women. Thunder Rosa, uh, sky blue is going to have to work on her promos. I mean, unless the thing about her is going to be quiet girl who is super over going to have to work on the promos there. We heard Ruby Soho as well. Uh, Brit trashed the belt. And I know there's something to, you should really put it over, but no, Brit shouldn't. No. Brit absolutely shouldn't put it over. And um, yeah, I, I think that was, I think that was the right approach to take. Uh, she called it a little tournament, but Robert, we're getting more matches that mean something. So I'm cool with that. Right. And that's all that really matters. And she didn't really bury the belt. She just said, look, this is great. You guys can all fight for silver medal now. And I don't need to worry about it. And that's exactly how the top champion should feel. Uh, Hugh Janus says, fantastic dynamite tonight. Love the look of the new belt. A bit weird to announce a title tournament that isn't until January, though. Um, Is, is the tournament in January? Is that when the finals I, are? I would assume, if, if it were me, I would have the finals of that tournament on the first episode yes. of Dynamite on TBS. And depending how many women are in it, you could start that thing after full gear yes. and just right. go all the way through. Like that would that would be amazing. If you told me that we're getting two tournament matches on, on Dynamite and one on Rampage every week to showcase all the women in this amazing division all the way up to an to a final I'm on the first episode of TBS Dynamite, I'm in for it. Terrence Robinson says, I know it's not going to happen, but the TBS title would be great for Deeb. She has that Bret Hart quality of matches with anybody. Um, that's something that myself and I think, uh, I can't remember if it was Dax or Cash, one of the members of FTR talked about publicly on uh, on the timeline. She's got a very Bret Hart quality. Also, Serena Deeb's boot game, the best. I'm telling you, wrestlers, don't go with the boots that match the tights. Go with the ones that contrast the tights. Also, Shaddy Huda saying, uh, talking about Brit saying she'd rather have a Cartoon Network title. I that's the part where I get my own show on Fightful Select and we just talk about the Cartoon Network title. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. It'll be the opposite of sour graps. Yeah. Although you being sour about the quality of certain cartoons <laughs> sounds hilarious to me. That sounds awesome. 
Uh, Dragon Master Adam says, I don't like Jade being TBS champ. She's still super green, and I'd prefer more of a mid-card rather than another top title. Maybe Tay Conti. So I, I don't doubt. I mean, I'm she is going to be super green. But the way that I put it is, is this. Like, Jade's not going to get compared to anybody because there's nobody to compare her to. Parker, they shaved his head, so you wouldn't keep saying Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar. Because if you almost live up to what Brock Lesnar is, Ain't nobody comparing you to Brock Lesnar anymore. You're standing on your own. Uh Jade's got to stand on her own. And if they're going to portray this as the top title, I'm fine with that because it means that there are more women perceived as top talent. And that's what I'm okay with. The other thing is that Tony has said that he doesn't view the TNT title as a mid-card title. Yes. It's it's a prestigious title. That's where they defend it. That's where they put it on people who are are super over. Like, it's not like... a mid-card title, at least now in the other place, is absolutely a mid-card title with feuds that go nowhere and people who don't defend the belt for months at a time. This, like, if they do with with the TBS title what they've done with the TNT title, it could be a really great thing because also that belt got gets defended way more often than the top belt does. So if you do doing that weekly or bi-weekly, you could have a really great opportunity for a lot of awesome women's matches on TV. Also, I don't care if she's green. If you work the belt right, they put the U.S. title on Goldberg and it catapulted his career to the next level. You can do this with anybody as long as it's done right. Dr. Six Fingers Esquire says champ versus champ feud for Britain, the TBS champ. I think way down the line. Yeah. Way down the line, yeah. I, I think you make it Jade's belt. I'm Look at uh, tomorrow night, MLW. You got Fatu and Hammerstone. Mm-hmm. You built up two super huge mega dominant champions, and then you put them in a situation where there was no no other possibility but for them to fight. and And then you combine it. Rob Van Dam and whoever the hell the ECW champion was going to be at that point. Yeah. That's what you do with it. Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. You make that champion as over as possible until there's no other option but for them to fight. And then that elevates the title. Alicia Ellis says, will the TNT title be defended on Rampage when Dynamite moves to TBS? Uh, I'm going to ask Tony this um, uh, on one of the, the full gear calls. So I'll find out. Also, I mean, we got people that are, are pitching all kinds of people to win this title. And tangible one, Cliff Beard says, Anna Jay to me seems like the perfect fit for the TBS title uh, before Jade because of her connection to Lee and the TNT title. Uh, Jade would be my second pick. You've got Austin Pender saying, really hope Layla gets a push for the TBS title. Joel Woods says, I think it's Jade's, but part of me wants Brandy to win to watch the world burn. You are demented. I <laughs> want you to seek therapy. I appreciate the super chat, but don't do this. Uh, <laughs> see, the, like, see, Cody is saying he refuses to turn heel and do that so thing aware. where he gets everybody hating him. Yes, maybe Brandy's like, "Well, can I do it? Because maybe I'll put myself in that position, and everyone can hate me. I just want to have the title." Oh man! So, uh, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video, please. It greatly helps us. And if you don't mind, head over to Facebook or Twitter and share this. Retweet. I can't tell you how important that is. It's one thing for me to say, hey, guys, watch our show. It's another thing for people who actually enjoy it and know that it doesn't suck ass to tell people that it doesn't suck ass. So greatly appreciated. Keep those uh, super chats coming in, guys. Uh, Shaddy Huda says, Cartoon Network title greater than TBS. 
uh, per Brit. I mean, Cartoon Network's great. I'm 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 a fan. Shot Kid Twenty Nine says Mirror's TNT title run is the blueprint for a Jade TBS title run, ending with someone like Anna Tay or Ruby finally beating her. I mean, here here's the way I like. It's the Jade blueprint. It should have been the blueprint for for Braun, even though they had a good one for him. Omas, they're not great workers. But if you get that, they're convincing. They're very convincing. So they beat a bunch of people. And if the money isn't in them being good in the ring, the money is in whoever beats them. And you make somebody by beating them. And it's, it's, it's pretty simple. Cliff Beard says, can we hear what Walter thinks about the TBS title? <laughs> the TBS title is a very good title, but I, I would personally like them to, to some other kind of thing that is a, a synonym for an explosive of some kind, maybe the C4 title, because I love exploding things. Well, there were some other things uh, that happened on this show. I Am Alucha says, SRS researching Gabagool made me pop. <laughs> I wasn't about to go throw that term around <laughs> and then learn that it meant something. Yeah. Oh, man. And Bali or Lasagna says, Gabagool isn't the accepted nomenclature. Capricola, please. P.S. Professional Wrestling is awesome. <laughs> Why are we getting so many Tony D? Like, listen, listen. I didn't ask for this. I didn't. The idea of this guy actually getting over by being a stereotype—it's great. He, this is like this is the same shit that made AMC go through the roof this year, and GameStop. He is he is meme over at yeah, this point, yeah, and yeah. whatever, man, he's gonna get a push. Uh, Ray seven one eight says. Sean wanted to say thank you for getting me through the pandemic and my birthday is tomorrow. This was an amazing episode of AEW to start my birthday. Well, that means a lot to hear you say that. Thank you so much for even caring about what we do and happy birthday. We appreciate you. We appreciate you you donating us money so close to your birthday, but thank you so much. Uh, we kicked off this show with the super elite. That's Omega, uh, Adam, or Omega, Adam, Adam Cole, Cole and yeah. the Young Bucks against uh, Brian... Danielson, uh, Christian Cage, and the Jurassic Express. This was fast-paced. It was a lot of fun. It was a good way to spend 20 minutes. There were some rough spots. The yes. Indie Taker was a rough spot. Mm. The Jungle Boy here at Conrana to the outside was almost a rough spot, but I think Nick Jackson saved it. And that god-awful powerbomb. You got four... This Now, this ain't good for like the Jim Cornette fans that always say that these people look like high schoolers and stuff, and four of them couldn't get junk or Luchasaurus up. That looked rough. It looked but, really rough, but I love how Kenny saved it. We're like, well, whatever. Yeah. Maya <laughs> I don't Iwa care. Peter Davies sent me a tweet, and he pointed out how good Maya Iwatani is. Like, um, that, That's a, a good comparison. Like, She's really good at leaning into stuff like that and being like, eh, oh well, type of stuff. But I thought this was pretty solid this is good it, it oh. felt like an all-star game it really it did was, it was yeah it, that's a perfect description of it nobody's playing any defense they're just getting all their shots up it's all dunks and three-pointers from the logo but they're swishing through and people are doing 360s and it's like this is amazing and then you have people like well why isn't the ref enforcing three second violations but their people aren't holding the tag ropes like honestly a ref in one of these AEW matches is just an absentee babysitter. Like, can we have ice cream for dinner? Sure, knock yourselves out. I don't care. 
Can we just all cheat at the same time? Yeah, I don't care. Honestly, your parents are paying me. I don't care what you do. Like it, but it's but it's great to watch. It's a lot of fun. And and I thought this was super over with the crowd was so hot for this match. And like you knew that whatever they were planning for the for the main event was going to be amazing and had to be timed out right because they said we know how over Jungle Boy's entrance is. We know what a pop Adam Cole gets and Brian Danielson. We're not going to televise those entrances. But those are those have been big time ways to get people who are tuning in to be like, wow, if the crowd is this hyped, then I need to be this hyped. And they just said, you know, we're not going to show those on TV. We're just going to let the crowd be hyped for this friggin' match. And they were. It was beautiful. Yeah, um, it was an absolute thing of beauty. This is PWG with a guardrail. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. This is a great eight man tag. A lot of fun. Powerbomb was a little sloppy. Sure. Who cares? A lot of sloppy. <laughs> There's a lot of sloppy. <laughs> Jungle Boy nearly impaling himself. Doesn't matter because at the end of the day, everybody had fun. Uh, quadruple knee. Adam Cole gets the win, which is the right move because the man is undefeated. Yes. He should be moving up the rankings. And it's thumbs up all around from me. This is just a lot of fun. Reminder, guys, the newest edition of Fightful Magazine is out. Check out my Twitter. I've got a bunch of previews over there. Fightfulmag.com, stories on CM Punk, Thunder Rosa, the Thunderdome, Brian Lee, Fire Pro Wrestling. Check it out. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hannah says, Tony Hive is here. <laughs> Anakin says, liked entrances on social, but they cut Brian's. They had, they had a lot more. As long as you do the entrances live, that's what matters. Do them live. You can cut them occasionally, uh, occasionally on TV. Cliff Beard says first round match should be Jade versus Maki Ito. I don't know from an in ring perspective how I how I do that. I'd probably put that on a taped rampage. Can Alex do the Pete Dunn accent for a little? Oh boy, I'm Pete Dunn. I don't care. I don't, you you people do whatever you want with you with you. I mean, I, I don't care. You hold the tag ropes, don't whatever. How many people in the ring? Eight, nine, twelve? I don't care. I'll be done. Alex, what does Pete Dunn think about Wonderwall? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you have to send a super chat to get me to yes. do the jukebox shit. Uh, sometimes I forget that Alex is a, a highly trained actor. This is one of the reasons I hired him. I was like, you know what? I want somebody with acting experience to to review all this high level acting on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Philly decided Luchasaurus was the biggest star. He oh, was. He over. he is over. And the the, the uh, thing with him too is like he, the what he does he does extremely well. He gets yeah. his specific shit in. Every match. I don't know how much further you could stretch him, but the stuff you were talking about, you said this on Twitter. You feel like you've seen him do that kick spot with the Bucks a hundred yes. times. Every time they have a match, he does it because the crowd freaking loves it. Great. Give the people what they want is basically the motto for AEW so far. Ken Shiro says, I'd like to see four Cornet fans trying to lift a 65 million year <laughs> dinosaur. Uh, well, listen, I don't traditionally listen to Cornet, but he he shit on a really crappy um, a fake wrestling writer this week. So that, that entertained me. So I wanted to put that over. Bryant Heath says, the elite trying to powerbomb Luchasaurus was hilarious. It was something. I wouldn't call it hilarious. Erguru 
says, one of the actual things I hated about the show is how the F do you not have Adam Cole or Jungle Boy's entrance? That is egregious. Not when this show is as loaded as it is. You can do without it every so often. Yeah, I, yeah. I honestly thought the rest of the show was paced pretty well. There have been a lot of times where you were like, like something epic will happen in the finish of a match and like we go now live to the gun club like no no no! i wanted to see a replay of that and they just don't have time i thought by by doing this the way they did it they allowed themselves to pace the show better cliff beard says alex is the most over thing in nxt it is true yeah. that's fact <laughs> we went to bobby fish versus sammy guevara uh, this was a solid match. It You can definitely tell this is not the Bobby Fish that we saw six, seven years ago. It's not the Bobby Fish we saw a couple of years ago. Um, but still good that the Falcon Arrow off the top was great. The finish. Boy, did Sammy hit that snug and yanked in Fish's legs. Again, this is not that guy that... I watched in Red Dragon in Japan and Ring of Honor and even in Undisputed Era in the beginning before all the injuries racked up. But it made a lot of sense to bring him in, Robert, because he's got a name. Uh, there's stuff they can they can they can have Adam Cole beat him on TV and show they, how much of an ass he is. They mm -hmm. can. Uh, Bobby Fish has a name and he also has a shirt that has an AEW logo he on signed. it. He ain't signed. That's uh, just a. So I'll give you guys a Fightful Select scoop on the air right here. How about this? But, but go subscribe. Plop down the five bucks. I promise it's worth it. He was telling people at MLW this past weekend he had not signed. Mm. Well, also, Cardona had like three shirts there. That's true. So I would like to see more of him because I think he's great. He has come off of injuries recently, but he's one of the top names from NXT of old, so why wouldn't you want him around a little bit more? At least get that Adam reasons. Cole victory out. Yeah, yeah. You got to do the Adam Cole match. You got to show that Adam Cole has no loyalty to that guy or that group anymore. Like, he, they might be associated, but no. Uh, guys, check it out. FightfulSelect.com broke that news today about Bobby Fish's uh, status. Also, have an update on his MLW status, too. Evan Wright says, Dance Away playing Pop Me Huge. That match ruled. That's uh, Bobby's ROH theme, by the way. Pop Pone says, <laughs> Can Alex do the Finn Balor accent a little? Oh, boy. So what you got to do, Alex, no, no, no. You got to start back here and start a sentence. And yeah. then when you make a point, you get up in my face like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta do that. I don't summon the demon. The demon summons me. So that's a little bit of taste for you. Taste. Yeah. I don't want to take over the entire show. We'll be here for two hours and 45 minutes again. If they're going to pay for it. Ian says, was that a mistake by Shivani or is Aubrey now the senior ref? I'm sure we'll find she out. She should be. I mean, she's she fantastic. And she's the one referee on the program that people know, okay, she's not going to take any shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Austin said, I'm totally on board with Sammy as the TNT champ, but mixing him with Lambert and ATT feels unnecessary and doesn't elevate anybody. Well, after the match, that's what we got. Oh, boy. Um, so I, when Dan Lambert's not cutting promos about how much the show sucks, I think he does really good. He's got really good delivery. Pete, I had, I had like a, like, I think a half a dozen messages from people there that said, we could not hear what he said, which, <laughs> I got to say, the balls of Jericho popped me incredibly. <laughs> so he challenges them, uh, the I assume the inner circle plus Fuego, to a match. 
in Miami. Uh, Ethan Page was not there tonight. Congrats to him on the birth of his son. That's awesome. I, I mean, super awesome. Happy for the dude. Uh, but he's got to work with American Top Team in a few weeks. Jay Shell Nicole says, got my fingers crossed for Masvidal in a match. I think it's real possible. Uh, Robert, how you feeling about American Top Team against, I assume, Inner Circle plus Fuego? Well, I believe they said six man. It would be six men. Jericho and and Sammy versus three of them. Men of the year year and and uh, Dos Santos. Santos. See, I was for some reason I because I also couldn't hear him. I thought he said bring six guys and I'll bring six of mine. (laughs) That's how loud it was. Mike Preventure wants to give Paige Van Zandt a TNT title match. Well, she can have a TBS title match now. You could, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's a better situation. Uh, but I mean, if you were going to do a match like that, it'd probably be best to have like 12 people involved. But yeah. Robert, your, your thoughts on this one? So first of all, I think Jericho is awful for needing Pyro and his music to hit before saving his best friend from an attack. I thought that was ridiculous. It took them so long that I was in the middle of tweeting. Really good thing you kept the inner circle together. So the only backup that Sammy has when he's jumped by nine martial artists is fuego and then (laughs) finally here comes jericho um it continues to utterly baffle me how over dad rock jericho is but more power to him listen i can't deny it anymore like he super is i don't get it but okay fine this is not the way i want to see this the tnt title utilized is to help get over america's top team because i don't like the act but i'm all here for scopio sky versus sammy Guevara in a one-on-one match we were just talking about a guy who only had buzz because he vaguely resembled brock lesnar yes like that's the only reason people had any interest in him if he had long hair nobody <laughs> would have been talking about him so i mean you, you just never know these days so the beard says how does tony d'angelo feel about the crowd booing the hell out of lambert and crew get him off my screen honestly these guys they can you can you get the hell out of here? I mean, what you insulting Philly? Listen, I myself, Tony D'Angelo, am from Chicago and New York and Philadelphia. I was born in all three places. I consider it home. Get the hell out, Gubba Gold. Oh, I had to hit you with that. But Brandon, Brandon Campbell says a Abaddon has a better win loss record than any other woman in the company. She should be champ. Well, I mean, she's not undefeated. You know but what? Though? She's close. We did get a comment that said Paige Van Zandt should get a TNT title shot. I asked you. Has she ever had talks with WWE? She needs to be in pro wrestling. Vaguely, like slightly, but she she was putting her eggs in the MMA basket then. Um, and also, like we would ask her, Fightful would be like, "Hey, would do you want to be a like pro wrestler?" And she goes, "Oh, I'd love to be a WWE diva." And they hadn't been called that in like three years since then. So I was like, "Do you really?" Because it doesn't seem like 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 that much. Uh, Austin Leach says Jericho went to the Ripley, Rhea Ripley school of making saves. <laughs> That's cool. Maybe Jericho like is in the bathroom. Maybe he was. You never know. Jay Shell says down the road, I need the TNT belt on Ethan Page. I think that'll happen. Down I, the line. I, I honestly believe Ethan Page is a future AEW world champion. He is so money. I mean, like we, there's so many guys ahead of him, but he will eventually get to the top of that, that, that peak. I um, can't wait for it. Colin Hedden, we got we got a bunch more super chats about um, about several segments that we've already covered, but uh, keep them rolling in. Colin Hedden said the script of the TBS title says it looks like hose. Well, I haven't <laughs> seen that yet, but 
Uh, Anakin says, glad AEW learned from the era of the women's world title and made the TBS title a good size. Yeah. I mean, yeah. nobody's going to complain that the title's too big. I mean, I, I don't know. I've seen some pretty big ones, but like the, the novelty size of some title belts is almost comical. God, I'm trying to think of that company that had like the the way too big title belt. I can't remember what the hell it was. Oh, somebody will let me know. Alicia Ellis says, Aubrey's tweet says January 5th for the TBS champion. So I wonder when the tourney will start, assuming the finals is January 5th. I, I like Alex's idea. Run like 32 women, for the love of God. Bring bring some of the NWA women over. Bring some of the, the Impact women over. Absolutely, man. Oh, can you imagine if they got Perrazzo for the tournament? Like, she didn't have to win, but like, that would be, a, like, they could protect her in some way if they had to. Yep. They could have all these people from, from Impact that are available. The forbidden door is open. Kick it open. Open, throw it open wide. Say all women are available. Make it a 64 women tournament. Do it. I will not complain about that. I definitely think you'll see Chelsea Green. I think, yeah, Roxy has talked a lot about going over to AEW. I, I got some news on that. Well, there you go. I got some news on that. Um, sorry, Robert, to cut you off, but somebody who you're familiar with uh, actually held that novelty size <laughs> title belt. It was New South. Thank you, Joel Pearl. Look at that thing. Jeez. <laughs> that, that looks like uh, they photoshopped it and they just said, okay, we did that exactly like that. What do you mean you didn't yes. want to like that? Anakin JMT says, Luchasaurus is the most versatile big guy I've ever seen. He can do highly athletic stuff, Lucha style moves and big guy moves. He's incredible. There are so many guys like we didn't know were as versatile as they are because True. there was the old, oh, why would you work like that type of thing? Mm -hmm. um, as it turns out, you probably should be athletic if you can be. Nerd Guru says, seeing as O'Reilly doesn't fit in NXT these days, I'd love an AEW faction called the Red American Dragons with Brian Fish, Garcia, <laughs> and O'Reilly. I, I think after tonight, I, I, I would like to see the Cole Fish match, and then I would like to see them move on and do something else. I, um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing O'Reilly in a place that will use him better than what he's yes. being used as right now. I will say that. Now, O'Reilly's one of my favorite workers in the world. Yeah. Uh, Zach Barber says, Alex, you may hate Jericho, but every crowd loves him. It's, they it, do. It's, yeah. it's, it's true. I can't deny it. I don't I don't get it, but I can't deny that he's super over anymore. Zach Barber says, Jericho is basically John Bon Jovi, and the crowd is here for it. John Bon Jovi <laughs> still draws a crowd. Well, John Bon Jovi is from Philadelphia. So this crowd probably was like, hey, is that John bon, bon, bon Jovi over there? Is that <laughs> John Bon Jovi? Before you get crushed, I believe Bon Jovi's from Jersey. Is he? <laughs> well, this is the Tony D'Angelo thing. Everybody a, thinks he's from he's New York, from but he's from Chicago. the river. You know, yeah. I mean, close. Chris Hart says mixed feelings on the Jericho stuff, but Paige Van Zamp just seems to get pro wrestling and is perfect in her role. We'll see how it goes. I mean, everybody went crazy when Kane Velasquez did a springboard arm drag at AAA and crowned him as the next huge thing. And where's he at now? So we'll. we'll We'll see how it goes. Um, Art Anderson is, <laughs> is making s'mores at Cody Rhodes' house. And Cody's like, Arn? And Arn's like, yeah, glad you finally realized I was here. Said He said it like three times. And Cody's like, you, you snuck into my house. Are you going to shoot me? And I thought, yes. 
He's going to shoot you. Why even bring it up to him? He was in a good mood. The fact that he's there just doing a bonfire. Why remind him that shooting is an option, Cody? And then Arn makes him burn his tie. Uh, this was significantly less memorable, Robert, than last week's promo. And okay, but, I guess. The energy and the vibe was the same. Yes, this man was. showed up at, to his house. I don't know where he got the suit jacket from, because apparently he was sleeping. Burned the suit jacket <laughs> and then slapped him in the face. Cody Rhodes, at this point in time on AEW television, is a bitch. And Art Anderson is just... You know, calling all the shots, and I want to know where this is going for poor Cody Rhodes. Uh, Arn is unhinged, y'all. <laughs> He's like, working through some I, shit. I, I, I wasn't on the show last week, so I didn't <laughs> give my take on that. Arn, how many, how many carjackers have you murdered? Because you were really specific about it. So, so okay, fine, great. That maybe that was just a, a weird fantasy you've had. But you broke into a man's house, raided his closet, picked out a suit, brought it to his backyard, threw it in a in a burn barrel, and lit it on fire. And they were like, "Oh, you finally found it, Arn! What are you doing? <laughs> he's off his he's off his rocker." And I I think it's great that that Cody is like, oh, "Okay, Arn, don't don't burn my tie." And then Arn slaps him, like, "Okay, you can burn my tie." Like I don't know what's going on, but I did. I, there was a fantastic tweet that I saw. That 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 tie perfectly matched um, uh, Cody's suit and his, his ensemble. Those are hard to match. Per, the perfect shade of pink. I hope he's got another one because those things cannot be cheap. He didn't want to burn it. He's like, <laughs> but he finally like, said, "Okay, I don't want don't you to slap me again. Do this, please. Don't slap me again." Austin Leach says, "Arn Anderson show up to Cody's house just starting trash." <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that they have a newborn and they were finally getting some sleep, so they could sleep through all of it. I just want to know how Arn managed to pull all this off. But Malachi Black kicking his son's head off his shoulders must have really broken something with an arm because the poor man is really letting loose uh we had a super chat that uh got deleted on the back end please put that back moderator i did not read it um but we've got a couple other super chats jay blood says kenny needs to say have you ever tried to power bomb a dinosaur honestly he could get that over he could make it they work. will on bte i'm sure um, Daniel R says that Cody segment was okay, but it's Cody. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are too hard on Cody. I think Cody and Charlotte both get a lot of the same, like, well, nothing they do can possibly be good. Cliff Beard says, Alex, how does Regal feel about Arn slowly going crazy? <laughs> Randy tweeted out that Arn is going crazy and she likes him now. Arnold Anderson. Uh, you and I go way back, of course. I was wondering, have you considered seeing a therapist, my dear boy? Because I believe you're working through some shit, and <laughs> it might behoove you, my good man, to seek some therapy. Well, hold on. Now, Brandy tweeted that she likes this, so she likes seeing this old man show up to her doorstep and slap her. Okay, you know, I'm not here to shame anybody for anything, but that's a little oh, iffy to me. Uh, you know what? Sometimes you never know. You never know what people are going through in their life. And if Rhodes at the top is any indication, they need they need something to just change things up. Uh, Sawyer says, I pop for Cody being in his full suit gimmick in the middle of the night and the <laughs> lab mic on his lapel. Well, there there is a reason for that because he's mic'd up for his show. Yeah. So, I mean, 
There is an actual reason for that. Nick says, I want to know why Cody sleeps in a suit. Nick, I want to know why you don't. How about that? <laughs> I don't know why you don't. You got you to gotta catch 20 minutes if you got to film for like four hours after this. Uh, Alicia Ellis says, going to the Dynamite after full gear in Virginia, and I'm so excited. You're going to love it, especially if you've never been to AEW before. Mm. It is a special type of experience. Uh, Dr. I can't pronounce that says, uh, we went from armed Anderson to arson Anderson. <laughs> and Will Ware says, the real question is, when is Arn Anderson going to be AEW world champion? Mike Preventure states, uh, Brandy is apparently the opposite of Beth Phoenix. I mean, I was expecting <laughs> Beth to beat that ass, but you know. <laughs> Joey Bag of Donuts says $2 and a standing O for Alex Jukebox. Great show. Then we get another uh, TBS title super chat. People are loving it. NWA stardom impact and AEW women in the tournament. Please. And thank you matches like Jade versus Camille or grace versus Layla D versus Madison rain. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it, especially if the field is like 32, go ahead and put a Madison rain in it. Cliff beard says armed Arnold Glock Anderson. That's his <laughs> full name. I mean, a lot of people didn't know that until this week, but it's been on Wikipedia for a long time. James Barris says, I'm so confused as to why people hate Cody. Wasn't he the best baby face for the first year or so? Yes, but just because you're the first, the best baby face for the first year or so doesn't mean you will be always. I mean, burnout is real, I think, and that's what happened with Cody. And hopefully he gets it back in a few months. That Cody verse stuff didn't help, Robert. No, it didn't. And no. people, I mean, yeah. Uh, Jay Shell says, watched Rose at the Top last week. <laughs> I regret it. <laughs> Des says, thoughts on Cody's, I will never turn heel because of community outreach, dad now, etc. Um, I don't believe it. He said yeah. he would never use the Cody Rhodes name either. This is the same guy who tried to say, well, heels and baby faces are antiquated terms and nobody yeah. talks like that anymore. And the, no, people do and they want you as a heel and we're just waiting for you to give it to us. We, we don't have Tony on the media calls going well it seems like he's already a heel to me he's getting booed like they said with mm -hmm. roman reigns yeah and john cena for the 15 years before right i think that there's other thing that like Co cody cody he's he grew up in the business he's smart enough to know that heels don't think they're heels he he won't ever say i'm turning heel he'll say i want this why don't you all want this for me Yes, I am right, and you all are wrong. That's that's what he will say. He won't say I'm a heel now. So he's setting us up for that. I think. Nick Allen says I don't sleep in a suit because my baby Yoda pajamas are more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair. Jamie Tannick, worst guard dog, Pharaoh or Edge's dog? Well, well I mean, Arn, Pharaoh's familiar with Arn. Like he thinks he doesn't know that Arn is talking about shooting people in the head. He he doesn't. You know, come on. By the way, uh, Retribution attacked. <laughs> yeah. Backstage. Um, what like, do y'all think of this? I don't. Okay, listen. So they 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 attacked Darby, right? Darby Darby already had his match. Darby had a match. Yeah. By the way, let, let, let's talk about the promo in the match. Sorry, I skipped over that. Yeah. Darby has a promo and he talks about why he paints half his face. That was because half of him is dead. You get this is the Jr. Yeah. Specialty. Yeah, this is the the Mick promo, the Triple H promo. It's mm -hmm. it's what Jr. is good at. And then I love the match because <laughs> it was Darby starting hot, a commercial, and then the finish of the match right yep. after. It was perfect. 
Yeah. Yep. And then Retribution beat him up. Well, he he was walking to the back, and they they say MJF has requested a match with you uh, at next week's Dynamite, the Saturday one. And then a Milimo pulls, pulls up, and he assumes it's it's MJF. He gets attacked from behind by a dude in a ski mask, and a bunch of other dudes in ski masks beat the brakes off him. But the entire time, the commentary says, "Well, that's obviously the members of of Pinnacle." And so I wonder why they were all wearing ski masks if the commentary is going to like tell us that that's who they are. Like I could figure it out from watching them, but if commentary is telling us that's who they are, I don't understand the point of the ski masks. Like, unless it's like, unless it, we find out later, it's MJF messing with Darby because Darby one time got beat up by a bunch of guys wearing ski masks when he was in high school or something. And he's trying to mess with his head. But at this point, them all wearing ski masks for no reason doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I, Cody got confidence, Rhodes, I got confidence that they'll make sense of it. Robert, do you? Uh, I think this was probably something where they wanted to look dark because Darby is getting attacked by mysterious people. But commentary clearly said that's the pinnacle. And if Cody can sleep in a suit, pinnacle can beat people up in suits. And I think that would have looked a lot better. Mike Preventure says they can't be retribution because they did more than simple juvenile vandalism. <laughs> well, I knew they weren't retribution because they didn't throw a cinder block through a window, then throw a cinder block through the just the hole where the window used to be. Yeah. Because that's that's just how it works. But mm -hmm. MJF and, and Darby, I'm all for it. Alicia Ellis says, well, Holly Holm out of the main event next weekend. This is why I don't even look at UFC cards until three days before anymore. I don't do it since I don't cover it full time anymore. I pop on the, the streams. Don't I don't even look anymore. Hannah M says, Cody's likability took a turn when he got the tattoo. I think there is a real tie yeah. to that. Yeah. I think there is. Um, I mean, come on. Hard to disagree with that. Austin Leach says, I'm surprised Fightful didn't break the news that Retribution signed to the AEW. <laughs> uh, Alicia Ellis says, I fell over when Retribution showed up. Oh, God. And Alicia said that Darby, uh, commentary said Darby wasn't cleared for next week, right? Oh, well, I that mean, would make sense. They, they, they could then put this off and do the big match at full gear. Darby versus MJF at full gear is a full gear match. Yes, it man. is. Yeah. Uh, they sold me a ticket specifically Ricky Starks did when he came out there and he said FTW title started in Philly and I wanted to defend it, but Brian Cage didn't show up to work. I thought guy wasn't there. I didn't. I, mm -hmm. Right, Robert. I thought yeah. dude wasn't there. So when he came out, I believed it. Well, they've been arguing or not arguing, but everybody's seen the Brian Cage stuff on social media. Maybe he doesn't like how he's booked. <sighs> I thought that. He wasn't there. So this was this was pretty good to me. It was quick and effective. Yeah, gets hooked on TV, which is the only thing people care about. Mm -hmm. uh, Ricky Starks is money on the mic. And Brian Cage actually looks like a threat and gets cheered on TV. Um, Let's see. We've got somebody. We got somebody saying Bobby Fish just signed a contract. With he did. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they tweeted it out. He's all elite. He got the graphic and everything. Oh, boy. Well, well good there for it is. him. Good for him. That's interesting. Uh, especially, yeah, it's interesting. I'll say that much. Uh, but we've got the Ricky Starks thing. What do you think about that, Alex? Uh, well, I love Ricky Starks, man. Uh, I, I, I honestly, the, the, the one good thing, really good thing I thought about, mm -hmm. uh, roast the top last week was the Ricky Stark stuff. 
with him finding out that his neck was broke like on camera and like like they actually had him in the office and his reaction outside where he realized he was he didn't know how long he was going to be out and all that kind of stuff and just him like them no 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 we're going to keep you on TV you're going to cut promos you're going to stay over and look he had and like he when he came back he's still a monster over I'm really intrigued in Ricky Starks he's one of those guys I'm like I look at him and I wonder how far up the card he's going to be in like 2 or 3 years like is going to is he going to be a former AEW champion by then or a current AEW champion. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that I really look forward to following in his time in, in AEW. So I'm totally down for him finally having that match with, with Brian Cage. I hope I hope whatever they do, it's got a fully clean finish. Nobody gets involved. And they, they write off that feud forever and move yeah. on. They need to move on. Uh, Alicia Ellis says she doesn't get Brian Cage. I mean, I don't either. It, I don't either. Oh, we got people asking for fish hook. Oh no. <laughs> Ian Hunter says looked like the IRA attacked Darby. Maybe he had some rough times traveling Ireland in the nineties. Oh geez. Man. <laughs> well, uh, CM Punk came out. He's like, Hey, you guys tired of this? I got some shoes. That's cool. Uh, Jay shell. Nicole, by the way, says Bobby is all elite. Nerd Drew says fish got the graphic. Hey, good for him, man. Uh, good for him because he, especially if he's helping coach and stuff like that, He's got a lot of stuff that he can uh, he can teach people. People are asking, wasn't he signed to MLW? No, he just came in and did the the Fightland taping. As we reported today, he was telling people this past weekend that he had not yet signed with AEW. So this probably happened within. It probably happened today. Realistically, so. with the Undisputed Era being the core act of NXT, Tony Khan should want all of those guys, even if it's just a flex. Uh, I mean, William Washington today made a pretty good case of NXT the last few years being more of a developmental territory for AEW than WWE. You got Bobby yeah. Fish, you got Adam Cole, you got 2.0, you got Tay Conti. You got a lot of people that are that are making this stuff uh, work over here. CM Punk comes out, and he's still very, very happy thumbs up, and he's like, well, you know what? I want to face Daniel Garcia, and I thought, shit. Daniel Garcia is about half as old as CM Punk, but this is wild. Evan Wright says the year Daniel Garcia is having, holy smokes. And Brent Lockman says, how do you even process the kind of year he's having at 22? Daniel Garcia don't have a chance in hell of winning this match, but I'm here for it. I want to watch CM Punk work this type of match, Alex, on Friday. Absolutely. I, I did love like, so what do you guys want? You guys want, want to see me wrestle tonight? You probably should have said Friday. You guys want to see me wrestle tonight? Or you want yeah. free cheesesteaks? Well, okay, fine. You twisted my arm. You can buy your own cheesecakes. I'm wrestling. How about Danny cheese Garcia? Steaks. Let's do it. Cheesesteaks, not cheesecakes. That's Who right. are you, Puff Daddy? You going to get me to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge? I don't think so. Falab says, Alex, you got to say it. Fish hook next. No, it's, this is Vic Joseph on NXT. When Bobby Fish would have a match versus Strong or somebody, he'd say, Strong, Fish, next. And now we get to do Fish, Hook, next. And I, I it's great. <laughs> Alicia says, I feel like Punk wanted to turn heel on Philly. And Brandon says NXT 1.0 is coming to AEW. It, it absolutely is. Best oh, promotion man. before AEW, so I'll take it. Look, uh, seeing CM Punk against Daniel Garcia sign me up. That's that's the kind of match you want. Now I'm getting really interested as to who the act is going to be that makes CM Punk go, yeah. all right, fuck this. I guess I'll go and be angry again. 
Now I gotta go fight these guys. Dr. Six Fingers Esquire says better lawn darting. Pinnacle putting Darby through a stop sign or Nash overhead tossing Mysterio. It will never not be Nash. Let's be for real. It'll never not be Nash. You gotta pay respect to what paved the way. That one was so special because we had never seen anything like it. And like, (laughs) it was so cool looking. And Ray made, like, Diesel was made long before that. But like, that helped make the NWO them just lawn darting a guy. That was so cool. It was so rad. Uh, One of the greatest moments in WCB history. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Zach Heyman says it was funny last week seeing Rhodes at the top. Cody cutting that infamous promo, Brandy Dustin getting emotional, and Tony looking confused. <laughs> well, let me tell you, if they cut to anybody else, they would have shared the Tony sentiments. Oh, man. Nerd Guru says Cody has the potential to be the most supreme version of all you people heal and would get booed out of everywhere, which I would love. He could be a very, very special heel. J shell. Nicole says, I hope Starks moves on from cage after this match there. That that's what I've noticed. AEW's problem is sometimes they do stretch out stuff way too long. Like we like this best friends, Miro and, uh, and yeah, a little too long. Sawyer says, speaking of their son Garcia, I haven't seen the BTO or BTE champs 2.0's press conference segments the past couple weeks. Go out of your way to see him. They were on Free the Narrative 2, EC3's thing, where he faced Braun Strowman. And it was it was perfect. It, they were like the old men in the Muppets. Oh, wow. They were up there, like, doing observations throughout the whole thing. And I was like, that's rad. That's perfect yeah. for them. It was, it was really, really good. I encourage you guys to check that out. Uh, Weston Blake did really, really great there. Jervis Cottonbelly did a, a thing there. Like, I love Jervis. I know. And there's there's some deep stories for for a Weston Blake, a former Wesley Blake, and Jervis Cottonbelly. And when I first watched the first Free the Narrative, I watched it and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. This is different. And then I thought, well, why does that make it bad? No, that doesn't make it bad. It just right. makes it different. different. Yeah. And I thought it was the best uh, approach to long form cinematic that, that they've done. And it's really good. Check that out guys. And I dropped an interview with JC and EC three last week about it. Cliff beard says, who do you think is going to be punk's first dynamite match? It seems like all the up and comers he faces on rampage. So it's got to be a made star, right? CM Punk and Brian Danielson against the young bucks. Oof. 
Yes, I, I mean that. That's certainly one of the. I, honestly, I don't. I don't know for Dynamite what I what I need to see, and I'm sure it'll be held off for a pay per view. I need Adam Cole versus CM Punk in a one on one match on pay per view. Yeah. I need to see that. My preventer says, "When should you start calling Rampage Garcia's show? When he starts winning on yeah. there? <laughs> I mean, that's that seems like a good one to me. Uh, by the way, guys, had a Moxley backstage promo." But we'll we'll get to that during the ladder match. I had some people saying that I forgot it. I didn't forget it. Uh, Sheeta versus Deeb. This was I saw this coming from a mile away, but I liked it. They got the first woman to fifty wins stuff. Oh, and then she didn't win. <laughs> I love it. The great match, man. Great of course. Match. And Daniel Garcia, man, won my heart. He said, "This is the match I've been looking forward forward to for a year." I love it. I love him putting that over. Not, not like he like they needed help doing it. I was so excited for this match. Just so glad that Serena's back in action. Austin Leach says, absolute troll job of making that trophy. And then she loses. Alicia Ellis says, knew she was uh, losing when I saw the award for it. Joseph Snurk says, made it too obvious she was going to lose. I love Deeb's vicious side, though. Announcing the potential 50th win for the match was silly. Uh <laughs> I just I really like it. I think that it's good that they did that because they showed that Serena took something from Sheeta, Alex. And Serena needs to establish herself a little bit more after taking some time off. And she did that tonight. Here's the thing that was so interesting to me. When Serena pinned Sheeta, I've been hearing a lot of people who, who watch Dark saying Sheeta is turning heel on Dark. Like she's working different, she's yeah. she's got an edge to her. So I was like, oh, is this how they're gonna turn her heel on dynamite? Because Serena cost her her 50th win and embarrassed her when was supposed to be giving this trophy and everything. Was she going to turn heel on Serena? And then they swerved that too by having Serena completely go off on Sheeta, which is which is great because Serena is so much uh, if you got somebody who is the master of a thousand and four holds that person should be using those holds to try to put you out of action for the next yes. six weeks. So that's why I love her being, bringing an out and out heel. Uh, I think Serena Deeb might be one of those people who holds the TBS title. Maybe she's not the first one to hold it, but she could hold it for like six months and defend it every week in great, technical wrestling matches and we'd never get tired of watching i mean not to not to cut you off but like when today william washington was talking about people saying oh well aw can't do a secondary women's title and he's like they did and serena had it right i mean they they kept the nwa relevant during the pandemic uh robert i, I love this match i love two great talents going in the ring sometimes one wins sometimes one's lo one loses that's it yeah, uh, they did set up precedent for the trophy because they had given one to Jungle Boy yes. when he won. And Cheetah was going to win that. Deeb works as this heel. She's the Dean Malenko of this division, and you can work that all day. If you wanted to put the belt on her first, the TBS belt, you have her go until she runs into Layla Hirsch, who has a great match with her and then finally out-wrestles her to win the belt. And now you have set this belt completely apart from the women's world title. And that would be fun to watch. But Deeb is fantastic. Glad she's a heel. They can always do more with Sheeta, but this is what Deeb needed. 
Mike Preventure says, put the TBS title on Dave and have her defend it in an open challenge every week so she can highlight the entire women's roster and women off of it. I don't dislike that idea at all. I just think it'll be Jade's belt. I just really do. James Boris says, I really, really like Sheeta and Dave. That match was great. I was just a bit sad the crowd was dead for it. I felt bad for these ladies. They got, I mean, I know it seems like I'm picking on Bobby Fish, but it seemed like they got a little dead for that too. And I mean, they were on a roller coaster ride tonight. They knew that there was a big announcement coming. They knew that the, the Joker was there. They had a title match. They had the, the place probably came unglued for like six entrances that we didn't even see. So there was a lot of up and down there. We've got uh, Tingu Racing. I think after Hangman wins the belt, uh, well, that one is in the wrong place. Eloquent says Serena Deep appreciation, the psychology, way she sells, way she moves, all excellent. Uh, match with Sheeta was my favorite uh, TV match since Britt Rosa. And Nick Allen says Sheeta and Gree or Deeb was a great match. Uh, expected Serena to win, but I'm really hoping that Sheeta uh, turns heel as a, a result. Give me suit boss Sheeta. She is, uh, I mean, the suit boss Sheeta. Works really well. I think you need a way for for to really highlight her personality in in that role. Like have her really be like this intimidating, like Roman Reigns esque like mob boss there. Austin Pender says Serena versus Layla would hump. It would, yeah. and it, it will. It'll be a great match. Some stupid punk says, I know I'm late, but I don't want Jade to be the first TBS champ. I know she has an amazing look, but I'd rather have a skilled worker to give it prestige. Me too, but I think it'll be Jade. I think they've established with the TNT title, though, you can have different runs mean different things to mm -hmm. different performers. Well, if you want to look exactly like Jade Cargill, you should probably replace your cereal with that delicious magic spoon. That's really all you need to do. Let's eat magic spoon. That's it. If you eat magic spoon, you're going to look like Jade Cargill. And the reason for that is. It's got zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. You can build your own box. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, Cody, cocoa, fruity, frosted. I hope you don't get Cody-flavored cereal. Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> each, each little grain would have a suit on it. Tastes like heel. <laughs> yeah. Not if it has anything to say about it. Uh, but they've also brought back cookies and cream and maple waffle permanently. These are my two favorite flavors now. Go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout and save $5 off your order. They're so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. This stuff legitimately helped me lose 20 pounds this year uh, with by, by changing my diet. I have it every weekday. It is fantastic stuff. Uh, you can have it as a, like a midnight snack. You can have it as a snack throughout the day as well, not just uh, in the morning. And it, it doesn't have all the carbs and sugar and unhealthy stuff that regular cereal has. So check out magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use our promo code Fightful and hit them up at Eat Magic Spoon on Twitter. Even if you don't order it, let them know you heard about them from us. It goes an awful long way. 
Riven Blade said, love D versus Sheeta, non-title women's feud. Yay. They need yeah. a lot more of them, Alex. Yeah, they do. And I think that what's wonderful about it is that these uh, these title, these these uh, tournament matches can spark a lot of those kind of feuds. If somebody gets beat uh, in the first round and the person who beat them got beat in the second round because the first round opponent gets involved in some way, then all of a sudden now you can run all that stuff on Elevation and people will tune into Elevation because they saw how the feud started on Dynamite or Rampage. We've got a bunch more super chats. JCL says, Hirsch will be my all-time favorite wrestler in the future. Uh, Shazarn says, Deeb, uh, Deeb, Sheeta rule, but the crowd was flat. People keep talking about the importance of the women's revolution, but seem flat for it. Bad booking, or I think it should have been before the TNT title match. Yes. I really do. Cliff Beard says, I, do you think they do the TBS title like they did when Cody won the title uh, and bring in women uh, off of the indies? Here and there, I think they do, but I think they're going to... They have they have such a deep roster. Yeah. You don't need to do that at all. Jay Shell says, would I need to watch Free the Narrative in order? You can. It helps a little bit. It helps a little bit, but it's definitely not necessary. Marco says, with more notable contracts coming up soon and available to be picked up by AEW, how soon do you think we start getting a full brand split with a permanent second hour getting added to Rampage? I well, Honestly, I hope that no promotion ever adopts the brand split mentality. Yes. That is not the way to go. WWE has done it for 20 years. They've embedded it into what they do. But it just doesn't work. This draft is evident of that. Just give people time off. Give people time off. Honestly, that 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 like honestly, they were able to keep. I mean, Page, Adam Page is a special case. But he's every bit as over as he was when he left. However many weeks ago, you can do that with other people. And what I love about the way uh, AEW does it, it's easier to do that because they tape both shows at the same time. But there are people who don't wrestle on Dynamite, but they set up their Rampage match on Dynamite saying, tune in in two days and see this match. Now, if they end up going to a two-hour Rampage, you can fill that with a bunch of stuff that you set up on Dynamite. You don't ever need to see somebody wrestle on Dynamite and then also on Rampage. If they, Just if set they, up those matches. If they do a brand split... And they add a second hour to Rampage. Rampage is dead in the water. Like, yeah. you, mm. I mean, it's already not great doing around 600,000 at 10 at night. They should they should be on at 7 p.m. By far should be on at 7 p.m. Yep. They would probably add 100, 150,000 viewers just by doing that. But two hours after two hours of wrestling on a Friday, yeah. at two hours after the most watched wrestling show, you don't you don't need that. You don't need that. Some super punk says, by the way, can I just say, I love this freaking company. The show is mind blowing and amazing. I even love the crowd's reaction to lame Dan Lambert. It was, it was a, it was a great reaction. It really was. Uh, Salty Jacob says, I think MJF and the pinnacle had masks so he can later deny that he attacked Darby. Yeah, I think so too. I think that that's probably why he did it. I think that's a plausible deniability. I think is probably why he can do it. Uh, and, uh, just like, offensive like offend the intelligence insult the intelligence of the audience salty jacob also says moxley cutting a promo about how AEW is his company the same night hangman returns to a huge pop wins a ladder match to set him up be the top guy moxley is turning heel that's the type of heel turn that i think could be real good i don't think you use wild thing anymore though robert no he couldn't <clears throat> but the moxley promo was perfect the 
I don't even know what's going on anymore. I have a three-month-old daughter who's crazy. And that was that's all you need to know. This is my company, and I'm going to go in the ladder match. Perfect. Uh, people keep asking about moving Dynamite to Tuesdays. They ain't moving to Tuesdays. A Rampage ain't moving to, to Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays are a no-go. They ain't doing that. It is not happening. Uh, they will never have a show on TNT on Tuesdays or Thursdays as long as the NBA is around. JF on that skateboard was gold. It was. It was. It was really good. Some stupid punk says, by the way, of course, Lugasaurus can get lifted up. He's a dinosaur. They're only human. It's still real to me. Gabagool, Kalex mob. <laughs> My God. Get your super chats in, guys. It means an awful lot. By the way, Thursday, the distraction every single week. If uh, you just haven't got enough of the Fightful panel. And now on Saturdays, you have Grapsity Podcast, which outdrew the distraction this week. Make sure you check out our full lineup over there. Well, Dante Martin showed up and he's like, I want to fight somebody. Well, Malachi Black <clears throat> showed up and kicked him in the face and said, okay, we'll fight. And I was like, I, th I thought that was it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I legit got so scared for Dante. Dante is my sweet baby boy who I love so much and I want the world for. And he's like, I'll fight anybody. And the lights went out. I was like, oh no, Dante, no, don't, don't turn around. The bad man is there. He's going to kill you. Like when, when the lights came up and, he's, and Black is wearing that hood thing with the mask, he's just so frightening. Like I, I, I think it's, I, this is so great. And I mean, like if Dante Martin is going to lose... Like these matches, like this, like him surprising the hell out of out of Malachi Black and taking that damn kick anyway is going to be a, such a fun match that is going to be part of the lore for Dante. Like I think it's way too early to beat Black, but if Dante has a great showing against Malachi Black now and months down the road when Mal it's time for Malachi Black to lose, if Dante is the first guy to beat him, all of a sudden you got Dante Martin made forever. Yeah. This was this was pretty solid stuff. Let me get some super chats. Uh, Brent Lockman says Malachi said the House of Black accepts not what that he did. Am I reading too much uh, into it? Um, Probably, I mean, but yeah, I think he just said he accepts because they said on commentary they're going to have a match. Uh, Bio Monkey says Danny Garcia, Garcia, and Dante Martin are so young and being pushed to the moon. You love to see it. So, Robert, what does it say? that we get super chats like this, and this isn't an insult, this is a compliment, where people are saying, these two guys are being pushed to the moon, and neither one of them are winning on Dynamite or Rampage. They're just being put in positions with top talent and looking competent and getting it's, over. It's proof that if you book a different kind of way, losing doesn't have to be a death sentence. It is in WWE because we know what that means over there. Here it means something else, and they've done it phenomenally so far. Terrence Robinson says the AEW roster is stacked, so so many possible matches in the main event alone. Give me Dante and Malachi. Well, it's happening. And it looked, by the way, Dr. I can't pronounce that, says Dante is just going to jump over Black's kick. That would be <laughs> cool. I would love to see it. But it looks like we're going to see a leveraged buyout. Oh, man. Leo with top flight? Jeez. Leo? Leo, Ooh. okay. So, here's here's a little behind the scenes story. I don't think Leo would mind me sharing this. The man's grown an incredible amount since I first spoke with him. First time I ever spoke with Leo Rush, I'm reporting about him having heat. And a 
well, a very respected veteran in wrestling was talking to me and we were comparing Enzo and Leo. And he said, here's the difference. Enzo was the absolute shits and he knew it. He was like, the thing is, Leo is every bit as good as he thinks he is at talking, at singing, at performing, at wrestling, at facial expressions. And he's like, sometimes it's hard to tell somebody that really is that good that there are any areas for improvement. And considering his upbringing, it makes it a little bit more difficult uh, to, to adjust to that. If Leo, can, one, he's he's going to have his periods where he's going to need He's going to need a month or two. AEW is a good place for that. Because as we see, you can take your time and you'll be just fine. Butcher takes a bunch of time off uh, from his injury, comes back, doesn't miss a beat. If if Leo leads top flight and he's talking, whoo boy, Alex Pawlowski, I'm, I'm oh. very excited for this. Uh, as you would often say, ho- hose me down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited because this is the thing is that they, they sometimes would, would let Leo, uh, like, like Leo allow, like whenever he feels like it getting in the ring, but mostly just shepherding these two young, amazing athletes, taking them under his wing and showing them how it works. I, I, I love the idea of that. Um, uh, yeah. And there's so got, much there. Got a lot of people saying he needs to do a hostile takeover of HFO and take private party and if I mean, of the, course, if the full stable is Leo leading those two tag teams, all bets then, are off, man. <laughs> and then you got Hardy, TH2, Butcher, yep. and Blade. Yep. So you got the five on five there. Yep. Yeah. And Leo's like, young man, I'm taking it from you. Or he, he's he is the young man taking it from Matt the Hardy, like taking everything that Matt Hardy worked for all these years because Leo just knows the new way to do things, Robert. Yeah, they've never fully explained why Private Party are just now okay with Matt taking more of their money. Maybe Leo can help yes. there. I'm not sold he'll be managing top flight. I do think Leo versus Dante one-on-one would be a hell of a match on a rampage just to get them acquainted with one another, and then maybe down the line he's managing them. And also, like if they ever do those trios titles, Leo and top flight together – yeah, I'll, I'll watch them against yeah. any other trio they got. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so excited. Uh, Snowman says, Dante Martin and Leo, hell yes. Uh, Intangible One says, Leo and Top Flight going to be gold. Jay Shell says, as long as he gets private party, I'm happy. Uh, Evan Wright says, Leo Rush and Top Flight for IWGP Junior and Junior Tag. I mean, I wish the Junior Tags didn't even exist anymore, quite frankly. But yeah, I mean, why not? And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this was this was this had me very very excited. Kinshiro says, "I loved how the light turned off a second time to make me think Dante got magic kicked away because <laughs> yeah. Panda's body on the floor. <laughs> the lights <laughs> went out and they went back up, and it was just Malachi standing there. I was like, did he make Dante disappear to the realm of black? Because I'm into it. Yes, <laughs> and and I, when they panned down, Robert, I was like, why'd they do that? Yeah, that was a mistake because." They really had me believing. Oh, Dante's just gone. Like, that's it. Okay. Dr. Six Singers Esquire says, losing in job or interests in AEW aren't death sentences. They make fun of themselves when something screws up. I love respecting fans' trust. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Shane says, anyone trying to create a narrative where Leo is more rich than Matt Hardy is TikTok. Now, this wasn't a super chat, but it's a leverage buyout. 
the 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 story is Leo's very smart about this stuff. He can he's very smart about like I said, there were a lot I was a person who made a lot of money off of AMC last year. <laughs> you don't know how somebody can accumulate wealth or accumulate money these days. There's a lot of ways. People are getting rich off Bitcoin. You never know. You never know. Shot Kid 29 says, make the House of Black an official group with Abaddon dropping the zombie aspects and Brody King after his ROH contract is up. We'll see about Brody King and we'll see where the chips land, but I do like that one. Uh, Brody King and Malachi Black. As far as Abaddon, Abaddon's got some work to do in the ring too, but you know what? Those are two pretty good people to learn from. Uh, yeah, I, I do love the idea of the House of Black becoming a faction. Mm-hmm. Like, not just something that he says to, like, refer to his fans or himself in the grand version, but, like, actually winds up at some point with, like, four or five people. You had no idea were there, and all of a sudden, now they're here with me, and now we're going we're gonna to make you pay. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Lonzo says, can we see Rampage move to Saturdays? God damn, I hope not. Cowboy Clay sent a, a very generous super chat. Big thank you. He says, thank you all for making this insane hobby all that more fun. I think I can see more hours of Fightful content than actual rot wrestling, and I ain't mad about it. Hey, we appreciate you. We, thank you. we don't expect you to listen to everything, but if you're into anything, we have something for you. Like I have people say, hey, cover more ROH, Impact, GCW. We have a show on Fightful Select that does that. Uh, Steven Jensen's Weekender covers that stuff. Uh, all these shows every single week. So we we cover about everything. This Saturday, uh, Kate Hensler and Denise Salcedo are covering uh, Knockouts Knockdown. So make sure you guys check these out. Some Stupid Punk says, Dante challenging anyone. I was expecting Lance, Miro, then the screen goes black. And I audibly cried out, oh no, poor Dante, poor boy. <laughs> I don't think Miro was there. I think there. I had heard there were a few people not there like Miro Anderson Gallows. I don't think we're well, there. If, if he's not wrestling tonight or on rampage, why, why, you know? Yeah. Why bring yeah. him? Why bring him? James Boris says, can you elaborate on why Leo might not be all the time there, there all the time or take time off? I'm not filled in on this. I mean, one of the, the top criticisms was everybody saying, Oh my God, thought he retired a million times. Sometimes maybe the guy just needs his time off. And if he wants to take a couple months off and make some music, I'm sure AEW would be happy to do it. I mean, the guy showed up there and retired the next week. And Tony Khan was like, no, you come on, come on back. I want you back. And he had, he had some heat on him. When I asked Janela last year, I was like, Hey, you all going to pull in Leo? He's like, man, I don't, I don't think it's possible. And I was happy to see it was possible, Alex. Yeah. I, I also feel like, um, he 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 is a, he's a guy who has uh, his his hat in a lot of rings, and he's 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 got a, he's got a very eclectic sense of who yes. he is, a lot of interests, and it it used to be for years and years and years that um, if you uh, you say to yourself, "I need some time off for me to do some stuff," you had to retire from wrestling because you couldn't get out of some kind of ironclad contract with all these yep. dates that you have to appear at. So now, if you work for AEW, and AEW establishes the fact that if you need some time off, we'll write you off TV, go do the stuff you're going to do. When you come back, we'll be ready for you, and we're going to put you right up there on TV again. I think that can actually, if you set that precedent, that's going to be really attractive to a lot of people. Yeah, I'm all for him being allowed to take the time off without having to put out a full I'm done statement every time. 
Peter Davies says Emmy Sakura said she wanted a Joshi faction in AEW. Maybe this will lead to Sheeta getting a faction behind her turning heel. Emmy, Sheeta, Lulu, and uh, Rio is who she said return. Oh, my God, I would love that. I would love a Joshi stable. I think that'd be really cool. I think they and, could. And Maki Ito is the crazy one. That would be good. Do anything and to you, hurt people. You got to have white suit Sheeta leading yeah. it. Yes. Got to. Yes. Leonard says, as good as AEW's been the last couple of years, imagine how good it's going to be when we're totally clear of COVID and travel's really opened up. Yeah. And, and they've, they've adjusted really well, I think, accordingly. But yeah, you're completely right. You are absolutely right. Mike Preventure, too, says, I think Mox slowly been turning heel for months. That's that's the beauty of it. Like, maybe he is. Maybe he's not. We'll see. It'll probably be good regardless. Guys, get in your super chats. We are at the main event so I had forgotten how a casino ladder match worked. And then I remembered, God damn, this is a really good concept mm -hmm. because for, it felt like for 15 solid years, guys, Robert, it felt like we didn't have a good new match style yeah. for a long time. And we got this. I feel like there was another one that we got uh, as well. Um, yeah, there, there's stadium stampede that stadium they've done. Stampede. Fight Pit was another Fight really Pit. good one. Fight Pit was a really good one. So we got like, and plus all the cinematic matches that ended up being pretty entertaining. Um, like there, there was a greater sense of innovation, I think, the last two and a half years than the 15 before it. Because how many more things could you do? I love the Royal Rumble method of every couple minutes, somebody comes out and the match can end before everybody's out there. That being said, there are some gaps in psychology when nobody's in the ring and people are standing around. Mm -hmm. My wife is watching this with me and she's like, well, why didn't Lance Archer yep. climb it? And I did play devil's advocate and I was like, well, he hung out with Takashi Izuka, so I don't expect him to make a ton of sense uh, when he's hanging out with him and Minoru Suzuki. So I buy that. I do buy that he would be like, let me just kill somebody instead. But let, let's talk about the what we got before what everybody's talking about, Robert. How'd you feel about this? I love the concept. I said to my buddy, I was like, this is the match we need in the video game because this is a Royal Rumble and a ladder match and the championship scramble. It's everything that you could want. And that'll be a lot of fun when the game is available. Orange <laughs> yes. Cassidy is over as can be. And he's the perfect guy to start here. Uh, you got Pac, you've got... Andrade, who did make one of the dumb decisions of, I'll just sunset flip you off the ladder instead of grabbing the chip, but it's wrestling logic. You let it go. Uh, Matt Hardy, I was a little concerned with how he was moving, but of course he's Matt Hardy, so by the time he gets in the ring, all concerns are out, and he's just one of the best that can do it. And I really enjoyed this match up until the part where John Moxley came out and Lance Archer had a ladder just there and he's just like no no i'm gonna go fight him instead which it's just it's too logical for me even if i know lance archer wants to kill john moxley we've got a ton of super chats about the moment i'm gonna have our, our moderator try to switch them into he's back and then he's winning the title type of stuff <laughs> but <laughs> we've got nick allen saying adam page baby We've got Zero Fear saying he finally showed up to work. The Joker is Adam Hangman Page, and by the time he hits the ring, they're chanting cowboy shit. Alex, 
I missed him. Oh, he's back. He wasn't in the rankings, but he got his title shot. Guys, do you think? Um, do you think there's a danger that AEW might run out of pops? Like, I'm, I'm worried. I mean, I'm worried. There's just, there's, there's just. Eventually, the pops are gonna stop. Like, no, they're not. Not when they book it this well. Like, like this is the thing. Is like everybody who was like, oh, the Joker could be this or this or this. Like, but it's got to be Hangman, right? Like, it's got to be Hangman, right? Like, and then it was. And then they did the deal with like having him win it. Like this, like it gets you the point where you're like, oh my God, I get the things I want as a fan. And it doesn't feel like I'm being spoon fed things I want. It feels like they're absolutely booking it the right way to get to where I want them to be. I will say this. The one thing I loved about the entire match uh, is that they, they had these pairings within the match that already had history behind them. Yes. Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy are feuding. How does Cassidy get taken out by Matt Hardy? Matt Hardy basically takes himself out. The, How the does history, Andre... the history of Cassidy and Pac as well? Exactly. The history of Cassidy and Pac. Um, the history of uh, of uh, like the current thing of Andrade and Pac. And Pac takes out Andrade. So you have you have that thing going on. You have the Mox and Lance Archer thing. They currently hate each other. So that's why I felt like that moment where they brawled out into the crowd was just them. Their overwhelming hate for each other, they, they let the hate flow through you, and they, they couldn't stop it. I loved all of that. Um, and now we get wonderful things perhaps down the road because Paige took out Pac. That's also got history behind it from the very first days of Dynamite. And we got, now we get some more Moxley versus Paige stuff maybe down the road. Like everything was perfectly paced. Everything was perfectly put out there. Now I can't wait to see where all of this goes. Not just now, but months down the line when stuff that happened in this match is referenced on the show as the reason for a new feud starting. Can't wait. Jay Shell says, love that AEW's model is to give us what we want. Not an unusual idea to make their fans not resent them. I mean, WWE at their peaks, the 80s, the late 90s, babyface territory. Their biggest stars were baby faces. Right now, their biggest star is a heel. Mm-hmm. Their last 15 years, their biggest stars have gotten booed. I mean, that's... What does that say? Nuclear pop for Hangman. I screamed and woke up my brother when Ghost Town Triumph hit, said James Boris. Uh, Mike McVaney says, what a show. Hangman winning and deep dominating. Hope she's Brit's next feud. We'll see about that. Um, I think Thunder Rose is going to get that spot, but People are telling us to check out the mini interview with Haddon Page. Things might not be going a lot of people uh, the way that people think it's going to go, but he feels a big twist. We'll see. But uh, what I felt was Adam Hangman Page doing that freaking dead eye. Oh, my God. By the way, guys, one of the first episodes of Making a Finisher I ever did where I interviewed somebody about the finisher. We talked about that. So go check it out in the archives. Uh, Robert, Pack took this off the top of a ladder through a table. Holy crap. Intangible One Clip Beard says Paige committed a murder. And Shazarn says, Is Pac just good at selling the dead eye? That was a, there was a red hanging out with him uh, for the rest, a ref hanging out with him for the rest of the match. I think you got to be careful in that situation. To hell with that shit, dude. That was one of the nastiest bumps I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen quite a few ladder matches, and that was gross. But if it's the one to end the match, fine just i don't know if i need to see too many of those that was gnarly when 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 you take a bump like that that is how you write somebody out of the match like that's when i love like the bump that pot that that andrade took 
through the ladder that was propped up on the ring apron and across to a chair. Like I've never seen, I've never seen the ladder suspended in that particular way. That one obviously took, I love when guys get taken out of a ladder match and they're done forever. And you know it when they hit, when they hit the bump, you're like, great, write that guy off. He's not winning the match. And now you can, it basically, it's like somebody gets eliminated in the Royal Rumble. Well, they're out. They can't win it anymore. Pac was out at that point. You know he wasn't winning, and now we've narrowed the field. And I love when stuff like that happens. We've got so many chats about the pop. Christopher Sherman says the pop was proof AEW has their own stars. Surprises and signings are awesome, but they know how to make you care. Volob says petition to change the name from Road Warrior Pop to Hangman Pop. I think Thunder Rosa will have something to say about that. Uh, Daniel R says love the main event. Something really fun about the Joker spot, even if it is a return or debut. Uh, Hangman's song fits him great. It fits him perfectly. I feel like if they added lyrics to it, it would chart probably. That's true. Uh, <laughs> like get get little Nas X on that already. Uh, James Boris says I I screamed when Ghost Town Triumph hit. What a mega pop for Hangman! I'm so excited to see him back. Sawyer says he shoot yelped maybe cried on his couch when Hangman's music hit. I love wrestling and the opener humped like crazy. I mean this. Intangible one clipbeard saying cowboy shit, cowboy shit. Mm. Connecting people through wrestling said posted a video from inside the arena. Like it is such a special moment. Like this is one they're going to be able to refer back to. And these happen multiple times a month, Robert. You got Hangman Page saying that he used up all of his PTO. Yeah. <laughs> you got um long way from the young boy for the decade and i might be the first person to reference that in a very long time but jimmy jacobs roger strong Bob took cut. this guy on and then you know young boy for the bullet club and completely just built off of that he feels like a star and he's got the world title match now the thought crossed my mind do you do this on a dynamite no i think no, are you, no, are you sure no, you've got to hold this thing off until full gear? Like, you got to do it, like, figure out a way to build it. You you can't, you can't waste it, man. Just a month it's away, it's his time. It's a month away. You it's have a, it's his time. Don't waste this, yeah, because I mean, I'm all for doing it in, in a big arena. It's it's the next show that the big gap is. It's like four months between pay per views for them after full gear, which I, I hate that, that gap, but my gosh, um. Man, just everybody loves Hangman Page. Everybody loves it. And people are asked, talking about the title. El Ray Velez says he's ready for them for him to win it. Nerd Guru says, in the story, a page beating Omega, does he convert Cole to the good side? I said from the beginning, Cole is turning on them from the inside. I think there is something. I, I think they know. I think that right now, they know how they that know. split will happen. They know. They know. And the, the beauty of it, there's like a million different things that could happen. And I don't know which one's going to happen. Yeah. I love it. I will say this. Adam Cole had a lot to do with Hangman Page becoming Bullet Club. Connecting people through wrestling says that Adam Page can't cash in on Kenny or someone else. It'll be Kenny. Yeah, that, That's the story. Jet Baumgartner says that Hangman Pop, super happy to see him back. Hopefully him, MJF, and Cole are the next three lined up for the world title. Also, I mean... <laughs> Maybe it's because he spent time in Ring of Honor in New Japan, but he wasn't mentioned as one of the pillars uh, it, by MJF, which maybe that could be because of that that experience outside of the company. Tingu Ray says, I think after Hangman wins the belt, Kenny will be on the path to being a face during the Danielson rematch. Maybe it will push uh, to face the true Omega. 
oh, I think Omega spirals further down into like just psych, just complete psychosis. Yeah. I think that's how it works for him. Uh, Mike Preventure says the ladder match was absolutely banana. Uh, Evan Wright says Nakamura out via water gun, pack out via that. <laughs> so true. They took Nakamura out of the money in the bank thing via a water gun. Oh, Jesus. James Barris <laughs> says that the hands in the pocket spot being cut off answered a lot of the Cornette criticisms of pockets. He suckered two people in and got good offense off of it. That's what it is. Orange Cassidy is constantly playing mind games. He- oh, the, the beginning of the match with him and Pac and him just rolling lazily back and forth as as Pac was trying to run back and forth. And, and then finally Pac just stopped and like leaned against the ropes. So he's like, are you done, mate? Like, what are you doing? Yes. I loved it. I loved it. And James Boris says he thought Hangman was hurt on the avalanche dead eye, came up hobbling, and I was so nervous they were going to have him do an audible finish. Oh, no, could you imagine? He's, oh, my God, can you imagine? My God, that would be so terrible. But he sold the hell out of it. He sold me a ticket. Like, oh, no, Adam, are you okay? Don't let this ruin it. Perfect. Daniel R. says, can't wait to see how uh, Danielson and Hangman interact. A lot of these people, they keep them separate, but they acknowledge each other. We, we've not seen Adam Cole and Britt Baker on screen together. We've not mm-hmm. seen CM Punk and so much of the roster on screen mm-hmm. together. Uh, we're starting to see all this. Cliff Beard says, when Paige beats Omega for the title, that gets Cole to question Omega's leadership, and that's how the split starts. How do you see it starting, Robert? I would have them begrudgingly respect Paige. They're still friends somewhere with Paige, and then the spiral deepens further until Omega, because he's got an easy babyface turn. He just has to one-wing angel Don Callis, and the fans will be right back with him. But you can get a few months out of him losing to every member of the elite after he loses to Hangman Page. I love me some Sova says, what would you think of Hangman Page coming out to Ecstasy of Gold for pay-per-views? Uh, so for those of you who don't know what that is, it's from The Good, Bad, The Ugly. It's where it's most famous from. I think you stick with his theme. His theme is a banger. I think you use it for video packages. I think there's a lot of cool songs like that that you can play off of. Like uh, Eminem and Dr. Dre had one that was on the Wild Wild West soundtrack, Bad Guys Always Die. There's a lot of really good, like, more modern-sounding Western songs that you could use in video packages and stuff like that. And AEW understands the value of that. People still talk about the My Way promo with Rock and Austin. Me and Denise parodied it like two months ago. The people still talk about the the Nas hate me now package with the Miz at WrestleMania, one of one of the all-time greats. Uh the running up that hill thing with Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. All the my sacrifice videos. Good music really, really adds to a lot. Brent Lockman says Cole is totally star screamed to Omega's Megatron. I know some of those words. <laughs> Doctor, I can't pronounce that. It said, we've been thinking on who of who will turn on CM Punk or who will turn CM Punk. Clearly, it's a borderline alcoholic hangman. Drunkard winning the title will push CM Punk over the edge. I love that, Robert. The jealousy that we all know that CM Punk has always had. And also, that's where I would kind of love the reveal of hangman being like i don't even drink anymore i would like that dick see i think (laughs) hangman is the guy punk goes to after he's full-blown heel 
but it's Cassidy that turns him because he's going to say, no, I came back to pro wrestling. What is this shit? And now I need to get this out of there so I can have my pro wrestling. We've got James Barr says, Kenny spiraling out of control leads to Coda coming to save and redeem him. I hope so, mate. Wonderful. There are a million great stories to tell. I, and I'm ready for them to be told. We got a few more super chats. Go ahead and get them in. We're heading down the home stretch. Frank Aguilera says, "I love the Brian Punk stuff. That Hangman moment feels like it's for OG fans. My God, Alex, that was a show last night. You know what? I hope <laughs> they do it. As long as Kayla and Alex are happy with it, you all can hang out there for four hours if you want. I don't give a damn. We, we by the way, we are going to bonus Alex for going two and a half hours." So. <laughs> New Punk Rant says, Deeb going, he was amazing. Black and Dante was great. Hangman Page had me screaming. Everything AEW is doing is amazing. It feels like a cohesive show. I just want a good cohesive show that makes sense. And that that card they they set up for Rampage looks great. Like, what a great Rampage they've thrown together, too. Like, it's just, it's wonderful that, like, I, I have that to look forward to, to cleanse the palate uh, at, at late night on, on, on Fridays. It's it's so good. Yeah. Brian, yeah, also Luis is getting a bonus for yesterday as well. He will be. Uh, Luis billed that as, uh, as 2X on uh, two and a half times, I guess. Brian Heath says, um, AEW keeping Hangman's return close to the best was super impressive given how CM Punk and Brian's debuts were well-known the couple of days before. I think a lot of people knew. Uh, a lot of people knew that it was happening, but it wasn't just like straight up confirmed. Stu Plexer says, what a pop for Hangman. Who was the last wrestler to be over as Paige is right now? Brian1314 is the first one that comes to mind. Um, I would argue that Kofi in the run to Kofi Mania was, was up good. there, uh, albeit for a much more brief amount of time. Yeah. But I think the that Brian they're... run in 2013 leading yeah. up to WrestleMania. I mean, I, I think this is is it feels different because this feels like like this is this is the first real homegrown like our story for like AEW fans. Like this is this is us. We decided we love this guy so much as they were also deciding it for us. But it was just this one thing of like we know what the payoff is. It has to be this. It doesn't matter that we know that it's going to happen. When it happens, it's still going to be this amazing outpouring of joy. And yes. the, the anticipation of joy is such a wonderful feeling. See, I don't I think it goes further than that. He's BTE. He's like one of sure. the core guys, and it's feels like a homecoming there and the right ending there. So you're actually Matthew Mikofsky says hangman returning was the perfect way to end this tough day. Fourth anniversary of my mom's passing, but AEW made me forget about that. Thank you. AEW. Well, sorry for your loss. Uh, we, we appreciate you coming by and spending that time with us. And we hope we made your day a little bit better. Saw your wraps us up, at least from the super chats we've got so far and says D's been a heel since at least her last match with Rio at uh, double or nothing. Glad she's getting a legit program finally she owns she's had a couple of legit programs it's just she didn't have a ton of promo time and her style has traditionally been like heel style you know very right, very her. aggressive jay shell says will he be back with the dark order that's the beauty you gotta watch it and i think what happens is we get the old we get the old gang wars and uh -huh. the, how much have we bitched about gang wars specifically me not a lot lately 
because yeah. they haven't leaned on it so much. So now when they do it, it'll be more special and like, it'll be like, we've got your back, buddy. Yeah. Even, even if they don't even do anything with it, but the, the mega elite, all four, 15 of them decide they're going to make sure and they save Kenny from this match. And then after having not really done a reunion, that's when the dark order on their own, after not having it, like they come out to save Adam. Like it would be like the, it would be just an amazing moment. Zach Barber brings up a good point. Becky Lynch. Yeah. Becky yes. Lynch was mega Becky, over. Yeah. Becky Lynch was put there by the fans. We will not boo her. Do not tell us to. I mean, that was the last three that you can think of in WWE. Brian, Kofi, and Becky yeah. were fan forced. Yeah. We're not the plan. This has always, this has been, this has been the guy yeah. since the first press conference. That's so true. He came out. He was the one that said, I want to be the first AEW world champion. He and Britt, those were the two picks. Yeah. And it, it took some adjusting, but they got there. Cliff Beard says, pretty sure this is the same first time Paige and Mox have been in the ring together, let alone against each other, and singles match between them will hump. Yeah. Can't wait. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. I can't tell you how important. What it is? Please. Please. <laughs> Yes, please comment below. Really anything. I don't care. Just helps the algorithm. Just It helps a lot. Share this video. Uh, leave us nice reviews on, on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. All that stuff truly does help. I can't tell you how much we are at the mercy of an algorithm. So leaving a thumbs up really, really helps. Subscribing to Fightful Select really, really helps as well. At the beginning of each month, we always get like hundreds and hundreds of fall-offs from cancellations and credit card expirations and stuff. That's the most direct way to support us. Uh, we, we communicate with you guys over there all the time. We do live discussions. We break news. We have a bunch of shows, all kinds of good stuff. And by the way, we got some Grapsity merch up at shop.fightful.com. Check that out as well. Robert, tell the people what you're doing. You can find me everywhere at Dude Felice. I'm here every day on Fightful.com, writing up the news. So keep checking that out. Check me out everywhere on social media. And yeah, I'm going to toss it over to Alex. Alex, yeah, what you got uh, going on? <laughs> well, we know what you got going on. You're on screen all day. Do you have a child anymore? I Listen, I, I, I do. I got about five hours of sleep last night so I could uh, take care of my daughter all day. Um, I, yeah, I, I hosted the, the TNT after party, not TNT, NXT after party on Tuesdays, uh, which we just, just talk about, you know, mostly about Tony D'Angelo, but, uh, it's, it, it's, it is a lot of fun. People seem to enjoy it. Uh, we went for two hours and 40 minutes last night. I don't know why. Uh, when, but I, when I started podcasting, my boss at the time said under an hour, never go over an hour. And I, that stuck with me for so long. And if you guys are here supporting the shows, the shows will go as long as you all will support them. I know it's not for all of you guys, yeah. but if you guys support it, we will we will just go as long as you guys need. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. I also host the Fightful Select Sour Grap Show on Tuesdays really late at night now and, and also on Saturdays where I talk about Raw and SmackDown. Uh, guys, if you go over to Fightful Select right now, uh, I got my Q and A show. It's gonna go. It's gonna drop tomorrow or Friday, maybe. 
Uh, but I changed the format. It's it's not as long, but what I do is I only answer the questions that I have some answers to. But that doesn't mean you're wasting your questions because that just shows me what I need to ask people, and it shows me what you guys want to know. So head over there. You can get your question in. It's a good time. I appreciate you guys. This These went from like 45-minute reviews for single shows and – our first few episodes, we were like, no more of those 90 minute shows. <laughs> and here we are an hour 40 in and you guys are, are supporting it. Thank you all so much. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.